everything you need for a brand new day. Cliffo and Kate for breakfast. It's the Cliffo and Kate Wednesday podcast. Stick around for a free pressure test question and answer. Also, studio guest, the delightful Dr. Sarah in. Mate, the Rones, it's back in North she, Queensland. She gives us the Rona update and talking all things Rona. The big news of the day, obviously, our very own producer, Beck went out on a date last night. Yep. She gives us the tea. Forget about coronavirus, guys. This is the big news. It's coming up on the Cliff and Kate podcast. COVID's been doing the rounds. It's done the rounds in this office. I think I've got about six or seven people in my immediate web in Townsville that have COVID. To fill us in on what is happening with COVID at the moment, our very own specialist and doctor, <laughs> Dr. Sarah. Good, well, Welcome. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Not a specialist, just a GP, which means I'm a jack of all trades. You're, You're more specialist than us. You're special on this show, um, you are. Dr. Thank Sarah. You. Is it just us or is COVID everywhere in Townsville at the moment? Look, I think we all now know somebody who's got COVID mm. if we haven't had it ourselves. Mm. So I think, you know, the proof is in the fact that we all know somebody. And I think, you know, the Black Plague was around Europe for 500 years. We're kidding ourselves if we think it's going to come and go. So it's right. back again. And it seems to be one of those illnesses that has... Um, um, a, a seasonal uh, surge. So we seem to get it in winter and summer, uh, which will be interesting for us in the future because we'll be able to tailor how we manage outbreaks mm. based on when we expect there to be large numbers. Sarah, has the COVID strain changed? Like the, the strain that seems to be around at the moment, is it a different strain yeah. to a few years ago? And is it still testing positive on all of those rat tests that we can pick up? Or? Yeah. So the COVID um, virus itself is a lot like the influenza virus in that it's cheeky. It, it, mm. it can mutate and adapt so that if we've got a bit of herd immunity to one, it can change a little protein and come out as a different one. So the main uh, strain that we're seeing at the moment is the JN.1, um, which is different to the Omicron and, mm, and all right. of the other viruses that came before there. But the, the constellation of symptoms is still pretty much the same. So, you know, that rip-roaring sore throat, headache, really significant fatigue, high fevers, raised lymph nodes, just feeling ghastly. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I use the word ghastly like a nana. Um. <laughs> <laughs> You'll fit right in on this show. Um, the, the thing I do want to know is I feel like there's a bit of confusion about what we do if we have COVID now. I feel like, you know, 2020, 2021, it was, there was very clear messaging. Yeah. But it's not as clear now yeah. when it comes to vaccinations or just generally what well, to do if you think you have COVID. I don't think the rule, the, the message has changed about vaccinations. Okay. It's still our best protection is to go and get your vaccinations. And if you haven't had one for six months, you should consider going to see your right. GP or your local pharmacy and getting an up-to-date vaccination. That is our best defence. And, you know, the science has spoken, guys, that we see less people going to ICU or going into hospital who've been vaccinated. Mm. Um, the other thing that we know is that we know it's spread by droplet infection. So be a considerate human being. If you're sick, if you've got sneezes and sniffles and you're coughing and you've got the good old spicy cough, mm. put a mask on yeah. when you're in okay. public. And speaking as the GP who's seeing a lot of these sick people, be considerate of your doctors and the people in the waiting room. Pop a mask on when you're coming in. If Even if you haven't had a positive rat, if mm. you've got a virus at the moment that is leading to a bit of a cough and a sniffle, if I get sick, 
I can't treat anyone for five days. I'm, yeah. I'm out of work. And that's a big part of the population who's not getting any help then. So just be considerate. You're going to walk through a waiting room. You're going to see your doctor, pop a mask on. Mm. Just quickly, Dr. Sarah, mm. I, I mean, we don't expect you to comment on this, but obviously we had the the news that um, King Charles has been diagnosed with cancer. Mm. One thing that um, Kate and I were discussing was it's, it's interesting how once someone is diagnosed with that disease, how quickly treatment actually begins. And it mm. seems it's no no difference with the king. Yeah, well, I would hope that the king's getting the very best of first world medicine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All the medicine that money can buy. Um, look, I think cancer is something that affects not just the individual but their entire family. It changes the way you see yourself. It changes the way the world sees you. Mm. I think a lot of people, he may not always be the most popular human, but we're all feeling sympathy for King Charles. But it is a good message to anyone and everyone out there that if you notice something unusual or different about your body and you're not happy and you think something's not right, go see your doctor. Mm-hmm. Make sure that, that everything's functioning the way that it should. It's right. great advice. I, I remember hearing that uh, post his uh, enlarged prostate diagnosis that there was a massive surge, not only in the UK but worldwide, of yeah. men going to get their prostates checked out. Yeah, I think that's great because, mm. you know, as I say to all my patients when they come in, there's nothing that your body does that's embarrassing, right? Like everything that your body does is what it's designed to do. Yeah. And doctors, we're kind of taught to be mechanics. Like I don't get embarrassed by anything that happens because I am I studied physiology and anatomy. That's what I expect those organs to do. But there's still a large number of people, probably over 55, 65, who don't come and see the doctor because mm. they're embarrassed. Mm. So if even the king can address a change to the waterworks, maybe you yeah. can too. I love that. Great message. Nothing grosses out this woman. Dr. Sarah, <laughs> thank you for joining us this morning. Have a great rest of the day. No worries. Also, toe fungus, just a tiny bit. One triple three five three is our phone number. Leanne, what's up? Uh, just listening to Dr. Sarah having a chat and um, in regards to men and prostate cancer. Mm. <clears throat> so my husband was diagnosed with prostate cancer last year and had a successful removal or contained. So really great news for him and me, of course. That's great news, Leanne. Um, yeah, so but this year in August, we're actually um, in the Mystery Rally for Cancer Council. So we're oh. raising money for a great cause. So just putting it out there, we're um, we're local council, and our our car, our our team name is the PSA testers, and our slogan the PSA PSA testers. That's the PSA test that helps detect nice uh, prostate cancer. And our slogan is "One little prick can save your life." (laughs) I love that. And look, it's. It's hard to see a, a silver lining, but I think Kate spoke particularly well and so did Dr. Sarah there. Um, with what's yeah. happening with the king, if this can get, you know, people to pay a bit more attention to what's happening with their bodies and, and get Absolutely. tested, like your husband's story, like, you know, one little prick yeah. can save a life. Yeah, and for him, he had no symptoms. So it was just his GP being very vigilant and doing regular testing. That's really good. Leanne, if people want to get behind you and... Um, give you some money for this awesome cause, where can they go? Yes, so jump on the uh, Council Council website and search us, the PSA testers, and they can jump on our link and donate there. Leanne, will you keep calling us and keep us updated with your progress? Absolutely, I'd love to. Yeah, please keep calling us. Um, we would love to help you and, and plug that cause, and I just think it's a fantastic thing that you're doing. So uh, big love yeah. to your husband. Um, glad he got through it, and thanks for sharing, mate. Thank you so much. And also anyone that would like to sponsor, obviously we need some uh, 
worked onto our uh, our car. It has to be at least 25 years old. So we've got an old Toyota Hilux. Yeah. Um, so we need some uh, sponsors to come on board and give us a hand to get that up and running for us. I can picture it now with the stickers and stuff yeah. all over it. Uh, yeah, it will be. It will be. Good on you, Leanne. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. We heard yesterday that King Charles was recently diagnosed with cancer. To get an update from the UK, we've got Channel 7 News reporter Ashley Mullaney. Ashley, good morning. Good morning, guys. What is the latest on King Charles's health? Well, we've seen Charles for the first time today since his diagnosis. We saw him driving from uh, Clarence House into Buckingham Palace with Queen Camilla by his side. He looked stoic. He was smiling um, as he drove into the palace. uh, And then the couple, royal couple, choppered shortly after from the palace uh, down to Sandringham, where we are headed right now. Um, I mean, he looked to be in good spirits, but no doubt this has come as quite a shock for him and it is something now that he's having to juggle both on a personal front with his family and balance the public duties that he has as head of state, as monarch Um, and he has said that while he'll be stepping back from public duties and and public facing duties that he'll be continuing with his constitutional roles and meeting with the Prime Minister so that it seems is what he'll be doing from Sandringham Um, but he has started his cancer treatment day one down um, and we just don't know really much more about the king's condition what stage cancer he has or what type of cancer it is uh, except that it is not prostate cancer because we know that he'd been undergoing treatment for a benign prostate just last week um ashley i've got sunrise on right now i can see images of prince harry in a black suv um presumably heading to see his father yes so Prince Harry uh, received the news firsthand from his father and jumped on a plane to head over here to London. Um, he, we understand he met with the King for about 45 minutes today at Clarence House. Um, but of course, it, it, this comes at a pretty difficult time in their relationship. To say that it's strained is probably an understatement, particularly after that Netflix documentary, the tell really airing the dirty laundry. So there's been a lot of speculation about whether Charles's health crisis will be enough to unify the family, to bring Harry back into the fold. But um, it doesn't look as though that's going to happen with William at this stage. Uh, there's no plans for them to meet uh, and no plans for a reconciliation. And presumably William is quite gun shy because some of the private conversations that they've had in the past have ended up in print. So Mm. I'm sure he's quite wary and, you know, William will be king one day and he's obviously juggling a lot at the moment himself between, you know, stepping up and stepping into some of these, um, uh, you know, commitments for his father, but also looking after Princess Catherine too, his wife, who's at home unwell. She's undergone her own surgery and out of action for the next few months too. So um, a really busy and probably difficult time for him. Ashley, there's been some secrecy around what kind of cancer it actually is. Do you think we're likely to be told what sort of cancer he is fighting? I don't think so. The palace has said that um, not to expect any more updates about um you know, what stage the cancer is or what type of cancer. Although we did hear today just a little um, snippet of information from the Prime Minister who was um, Rishi Sunak, who was doing a radio interview and said it was lucky that it was caught early, sort of suggesting that it might be in the early stages. 
Yeah, let's have a listen to that. This is Richie Sunak on the BBC. Thankfully, this has been caught early and now everyone will be wishing him because the treatment that he needs and makes a full recovery. I think that's what we're all hoping and praying for. And I'm, of course, in, in regular contact uh, with him and we'll continue to, to communicate with him as, as normal. It's really one of the closest insights we've got so far. Um, we're keeping right across mm. this and I think the world's heart with King Charles only a year or so into the job and this horrible diagnosis. Uh, following the story, for seven years, Ashley Mullaney. Thank you for your time this morning. Thanks, guys. Good to chat to you. Who are you people? Cliff Owen Case. Who am I? North Queensland. Yippee! I was excited about this segment when we started it a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago? A couple of... <laughs> If the, the day after you have had a pretty lackluster night's sleep. I had a really crappy night's sleep. I don't sleep know if this night. is going to be doing you any favors. It feels like that long with the amount of times you've lost, Kate. You could, <laughs> you could be at a dis. You could be at an advantage here, Cliffo. For the look, I am. Are we too? Am I two nil You're down? Two nil, mate. You're too low. So I'm up by two. I had an interesting conversation with one of the beautiful teachers at my son's daycare and my daughter's daycare last week. Pillar, hi, Pillar. If you're listening, she said to me, Kate. You're not doing very well on the Queensland quiz, are you? That's right. And That's I said, right, no, Pilla. no, Pillar, I'm not. <laughs> so here I am today trying try to, try to do better. I'm, I'm ready. I, I, I need to take this. I need to, to, to redeem myself because I'm feeling a little bit down she in the dumps. She needs the confidence. I, I do. I need the confidence. If you basically. haven't heard it, it's, it's good old who am I, but it can be anything. It can be a place, yeah. a person, uh, I don't know, like a landmark, but it's got to be North Queensland. Mm, uh, related. Producer Beck, I'm I'm ready for the trifecta. All right, let's get I'm into I'm ready it. for my third win. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So the first iteration of me was built in 1889 before I burned down and was replaced in 1929. Kate. I was famous oh, during... Oh, that's Kate. an Oh, that's a very early buzz. You must be confident. Um, oh, my gosh. It's on the tip I wait of your my answer. tongue. <laughs> tick, 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 tick. Okay, Kate. Oh, Kate. Kate. I think, yeah. What are you thinking? <laughs> what were you thinking? Like, uh... I know what I know what it is. I don't want to give away too okay, much. Right. I'm just trying to think of it. So okay. I, I get the next couple of hints then, I think. Um... Yeah. You get this next hints for you, Cliffo. Yeah. I was famous during World War II mm. as an Australian officer's mess. Mm. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. Kate's back. I in. underwent renovations just a few years ago. Kate. Kate. Am I the Victoria Park Hotel? You are not. Oh, you're joking me. (laughs) All right, ready? Yeah. I'm a popular destination for dinner with a view or a classic Sunday sesh. Cliffo. Cliffo. Monsoons? It's just rape. No, it wouldn't be that old. (laughs) Wouldn't be that old. I really thought that you guys would have got this by now. No. Okay, I've got got it. Okay, Kate. Kate. Is it the pier, that restaurant near the Ville? <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. All right. This is, this is the last cue, last clue. Yeah. I have a nice view of the strand and the sea. Kate. Kate. No. Kate. <laughs> Kate. Is it the sea view? No. It is the sea no, view. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was going to say. 
say the Queen's oh, Hotel. Man. It's Queen's Hotel building further down, wasn't yes. it? On the next to the cry. See you, hey? Yeah, I, I didn't know it was that old. I thought it was the Vic yeah, Park because I live old. really close to the Vic Park and I yeah. know that they it's very old. They built it and it burnt down and it's burnt down a couple of times. It's now brown, right. brown bread. Okay, question Press number two. Press on. we got three okay. of these to get. All we right. suck that at this took, game that today. That a long time. All right. Okay. Well, Kate's one up. That's a confidence boost. <sighs> Established in 1989, I'm a favourite for those in need of a, a refreshment. I'm home to orchids of tropical and rare fruits. I have a famous orange mascot, man. Kate. You can't. Kate? The Frosty Mango. Is correct. Oh, no! Kate's taking a win. She has uh, done it. Oh, my goodness. Your balls. Thank you. Well, finally. Thank goodness. Can we, just, can we just confirm that you didn't let her win, Cliffo? Nope. Oh. I think the I'm fact that about um, a competitive man here that was I thought true, we were on a bit true. of a pub roll I thought yeah. it was refreshments but you know it's so oh. funny someone on um, everything Townsville was whinging over the weekend that I shout on air and I've just realised every time I buzz in I go <laughs> so you're right <laughs> I love it it's triple M breakfast